Welcome to the Braille Institute's monthly telephone conference. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshta, and I'm very pleased to be here. Each month, the Braille Institute's Child Development Program provides monthly lectures where parents, teachers, and others who work with children with vision impairment can learn about some of the latest techniques and treatments to help children. Patching Therapy for Children with Low Vision Many children will benefit from having an eye patched. You might have seen children who have a bandage patch, other children might wear a pirate patch, and others might even wear glasses that have interesting types of patches on it. Now there's many different reasons why a doctor will patch one eye or both eyes, or other times they might patch alternately one eye or the other. Today we're going to talk about these different types of patching techniques to help you to understand the fundamentals of patching and why it's being performed. We'll also talk about strategies that you can use to make it easier for you to patch your child. The most common form of patching is to improve the quality of sight in one eye. This is often called amblyopia or lazy eye patching. One of the more common causes of vision impairment among children is a condition that is called amblyopia. Now amblyopia is when one eye is perfectly healthy but that eye does not have the same level of sight as the other eye. Causes of this blurred vision can be that one eye might have a high degree of need for glasses while the other eye doesn't. Or if one eye is crossed or turned very often the misaligned eye has very blurred vision. So when one eye does not see quite as clearly as the other, the doctors will often recommend patching. If one eye is blurrier than the other, the doctor will recommend that the stronger eye is patched and this will force the weaker eye to work and develop better vision. Many people are under the misunderstanding that this type of patching is exercising the muscle of the weaker eye, but that really isn't true. When we are trying to improve the sight of a weaker eye, all that we're really doing is we're stimulating the brain cells. Vision does not occur in the eyes, but it actually occurs in the brain. The eyes are merely the receivers of the information, and it sends the signals to the brain. So when a child has reduced vision in one eye, many times the cause of the reduced vision is that those brain cells that correspond to the vision of that eye have not been stimulated. This has been proven scientifically with different kinds of animal studies where animals that had one eye blurred they were able to measure the brain function and they could tell that the brain cells that correspond to that eye were not fully developed. So by patching the stronger eye it forces the weaker eye to send signals just to those brain cells and it can improve the clarity of sight. Now patching can be performed in many different ways to improve the clarity of sight. One way is that a person might use a bandage patch. Now a bandage patch is very similar to a band-aid. In the center it has a gauze and on the edge it's very very sticky. So you simply have the child close his or her eye and you put this band-aid on. It sounds very simple and convenient, but in reality it's not. Many children become very angry when they're having their eye patched. They might be uncomfortable with keeping one eye closed. A lot of times they notice that they're not seeing as well because we're blocking out their better eye. 
and when you remove the patch it's often sort of painful. So an alternative to this is what's called a pirate patch and these are patches that are similar to the black patches you've seen pirates wear and there's a cord. Now the cord is elastic and it wraps around the head but as you could imagine this is something that's again very easy for a child to remove. A lot of times the elastic band starts to fall down towards their other eye and kids often don't like that. We often find that it's not as an effective way to use this type of elastic patch either. So what we often do is we often recommend the use of glasses. Now glasses is something that's easy because again it's more comfortable for the child to wear. You don't have an elastic strap that's falling off your face and you don't have problems with adhesive that's going to hurt your skin when you peel it. We first recommend that the child is acclimated to wearing glasses. In some cases this means that we massage a child around the face, the nose, and the ears to prepare him to wear glasses. You might do this when they're watching their favorite video or playing their favorite game or if they like to listen to music or just be cuddled, put the glasses on at that time. Once a child has become accustomed to having the glasses on his or her face, we then slowly incorporate simple scotch tape. That's right, we like to use the frosted scotch tape because this is something that will allow light to continue to enter that eye. We still want to stimulate the good eye, but we want to force the child to use the weaker eye to see the details. So by using frosted scotch tape, placing that over the lens of the glasses of the stronger eye, this will allow the child to use the weaker eye and to develop vision. But the child will still have good side vision off of the stronger eye, so this makes it easier for the child to run and to walk and to play. Now during this type of patching the important thing is that the patching should be what's called active. What we mean by active is we don't simply want to let a child do whatever he or she wants. I had one patient and this child every time that the patch went on she would just simply fall asleep. She didn't want to do anything. She would simply just go to sleep and that was her way of avoiding trying to use her weaker eye. So it's very important that you incorporate activities and that you interact with your child. Your doctor will tell you specifically what kinds of activities to perform. Let's say that we know that in the child's right eye, the child is weaker. The vision is such that the child could only see letters that are two inches tall from a distance of 12 inches away. Well, in these situations, this is what we want to do is to show your child detailed objects that are about this size or slightly smaller. If we allow your child to see things that are bigger, such as looking at that 72 inch flat screen TV, your child will simply get one foot from the TV and see that big image on the screen and it will not develop any vision. So we need to do games and activities that are going to force the child to look at something smaller. We might play checkers, we might play Chinese checkers, we might play Candyland, we might show smaller pictures and use stickers, things that are going to be smaller than two inches so that this is going to stimulate those brain cells. Months later, we'll start using smaller and smaller items. We might begin to string beads, we might do some dot to dots, or we might even be doing other types of activities that we use very small Crayola stamp markers so that the child could put a stamp and place Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse in all of these small grid boxes of graph paper to force that child to use vision. 
So the important thing of amblyopia patching to improve the clarity of sight is that we want to do the patching in a way that's going to be consistent and we want the child to use his or her vision to try to see smaller and smaller objects. It's analogous to trying to get stronger in lifting weights. If you're trying to get ready for the Olympics and you want to become the strongest person in bench press, you don't want to do exercises where you're simply lifting five pounds. You have to really push yourself to the limit to improve. Another thing that's very important is the duration of patching. Early on, you want to simply use the patching for a short period of time where you're going to have success. You don't want to get to a situation where the child is becoming very, very angry. So you might start out for the first day where you're patching for two minutes, and the next day you go to ten minutes, and the next day you go to fifteen minutes. This gets to be quite easy with time because sometimes you could turn on a video and the child will watch a video. If your child has the need to see things smaller, I often recommend the use of portable DVD players so they could watch educational videos. They could watch things such as Baby Einstein or they could learn things from Blue's Clues. These are things that could be very helpful while you're still also improving their vision. Now what about children who have a bit more difficult times adapting to the patching. We see that there's some children where their vision is so reduced that they often cannot function very easily. These are times where you might do other kinds of activities where we might then encourage that your child is going to go for a walk with you. You might hold your child's hand and go for a walk around the block so that everything that your child is seeing is very large. Your child might see the grass, the trees, the cars, things that are very large. You might go to the pet store, let the child look at pets or other things that are very enjoyable. I also recommend kids go to Toys R Us, let them look up and down the aisles. It's a great way for them to try to use their vision better. Being in these types of environments gets them out of the mindset that they're actually doing therapy. There's other cases where we might even recommend that a child is using the bandage patch. In some cases, when we're using the glasses with a frosted tape on it, that might not be effective because these children, in order to see, they actually need the eye to be completely patched. So your doctor will recommend at times that we might start off using the bandage patch and then transition later to the glasses with the scotch tape. A second reason for patching is to improve the child's ability to move the eyes from one location to another. We see that there's some kids who have difficulties moving their eyes up, down, to the left, or to the right, and we could use patching to force a child to move the eyes in that direction. We see that many times if we do not use a patch, a child will just use the better eye and move that eye or just move the head to look at different things. So we could incorporate patching. We might incorporate patching with a bandage patch or it might be the glasses with a frosted tape. Regardless if it's a frosted lens or the bandage patch, we're going to use different kinds of exercises so the child has to move his or her eyes. If the child is still very young and drinking out of a bottle, we're going to put high contrast tape on the bottle and move it from side to side so that the child has to move the eyes and this will develop the eye muscle coordination and the movement of the eyes of the weaker eye. For children who are a bit older, we might tease them with finger foods. We like to use Cheerios or Cheez-Its and move it around so the child has to move the eyes, reach for it and develop the eye-hand coordination. 
We might take a child outside and blow bubbles. Blow bubbles from behind the child so that the bubbles are moving away, and the child's going to try to reach and pop all those bubbles. If the child's a little bit older, we could play other types of games. We might play games where we're going to give a child a sticker. We'll move the sticker, and every time the child follows it, he'll try to grab the sticker and put it on a piece of paper. Kids often love to collect these types of stickers. Other times, we might do other games. We might show a little girl flashcards, and we'll move the flashcard in different patterns so that the child has to move the eyes. And this is a very good way that we could develop the eye movement skills of that eye for the little girl. We might also do things where we might suspend a string to a ball from the ceiling, and we might swing the ball and play catch with one eye. We might let the child tap it with the right hand and in the left hand. Other times, we'll let the child hold a broomstick and bunt the ball, just like in baseball, just tapping it. And this is another good way to improve the eye movement skills of one eye. A third reason that we patch the eye is to try to improve the alignment of the eyes. We often see children who have crossed eyes, and with many children who have a crossed eye, they will keep both eyes crossed towards their nose. This is a real difficult situation because these kids often will use their right eye to look at everything on the left, and then they'll use their left eye to look at everything on the right. When they do this, there's no incentive for them to try to straighten their eyes. So one thing that we use are what are called sector patching, and sector patching is where we use a pair of glasses and we put a small piece of Scotch tape. Near the center of each lens, towards the nose. So, in the middle of the glasses near the nose, we'll put a piece of Scotch tape in the right lens and on the left lens. Now, if you can imagine this, this is a pair of glasses that, on the right lens, there's a small piece of tape just right there near the nose, and on the left pair of glasses on the left lens, there's another small piece of tape. So when this child keeps his or her eyes crossed towards the middle, they actually cannot see anything because the tape is blocking their view. So this will force them to try to move their eyes and to pull their eyes straight to help them to straighten their eyes. And this is something that's very very helpful for many many young children. We often like to use this type of technique in preparation for a child who has to have surgery. By doing this, we could improve the prognosis because then the child would learn to use the right eye to look at things on the right, and the left eye to look at things on the left. By doing this, we often find that the child will learn to use both eyes together more effectively, and we could develop something that is called better retinal correspondence. This is just a term that means that the child will learn to use both eyes together more effectively. We also will use patching where we might tape the outer portion of the lenses of each eye. We see that there's some kids where their eyes will drift outward. So during our therapy, we will tape the outer section of each lens, and this will force the kids to try to pull their eyes inward and straight. So the third way that we use patching is to try to use it to encourage the children to straighten and to coordinate both eyes. It's also important to remember that the techniques that we're talking about here, we will also do it in this sequential order. The first step is usually to try to improve the clarity of sight. 
after we improve the clarity of sight of the weaker eye so that it's the same as a stronger eye, we then use a second type of patching where we encourage a child to learn to move that eye better. Once that child can move the weaker eye equally well as a stronger eye, we then will move to the third section where we try to teach them to use both eyes together as a team. Now the last technique that we might often use patching is to alter the head position of children. We often see children who might turn their head all the time to the right, or they always turn their head to the left. Many times this is an indication that the child might have a postural problem, but other kids will develop this habit of turning their head because their eyes see double vision. The eyes do not work together, and when the eyes are not both pointing in the same direction, a child might turn his or head to the right or to the left to eliminate seeing double vision. Now the problem with that is that when a child continues to turn the head to the right or left, the child might develop balance and also head and neck problems. So we might use patching to try and force a child to straighten the head. Let's say that we have a child who always turns his head to the right. In this case, the child turns the head to the right and moves the eyes towards the left to look at things. In these cases, the child is usually only using the left eye. So what we often will do is we might use a patch and put it on the glasses. In the left eye, we will place the tape on the left edge of the lens. And then on the right eye, we will put the tape on the middle section of the glasses closest towards the nose. So if the child turns his head towards the right, all that he will see is tape. So this results in the child slightly straightening his head. Within weeks, we will then move the tape over further, and eventually the child will then be able to be comfortable keeping the eyes straight. We could do the same sort of thing for many children who tilt their chin upward. You might have seen many children who have low tone, or many children with Down syndrome. When they're watching TV, or if they're sitting in the classroom, their low tone is such that they're very comfortable just tilting their chin up, and they'll move their eyes down. In this way, they don't have to exert much effort on their neck to maintain the proper head control. So we will fit them with glasses, and on the bottom portion of the glasses, we will put tape. This will force a child to tilt the chin down and straighten the head. Many physical therapists, they really like it when we recommend this type of technique because this is a way that the child could practice maintaining better head and trunk posture throughout the day. So we often will use creative ways of using taping on the glasses to help the child to straighten the head, to eliminate tilting of the chin up, or we will also use it for those kids who will tilt their chin down towards their chest. There's other cases where kids might have torticollis, where they will tilt their head towards one shoulder or the other. And we could also use tape on glasses to try to force a child to straighten their head as well. So overall, there's many different ways that we will use patching to help to improve a child's eyesight, their ability to move their eyes, to help them to improve the alignment of the eyes, and to alter, alter their head posture. We could also use patching at times to eliminate children who have severe problems with double vision. I had a young patient who was struck in the eye with a toy and this caused the child to lose function of one eye's muscle. One eye would always drift out and surgery is something that was not recommended. So to eliminate the double vision 
we put a small piece of tape in the center of the lens and this eliminated the double vision. By eliminating the double vision, this boy was then able to read and write and do his schoolwork. So, remember, patching could be a very, very effective tool to improve the vision of children. It's very important that you understand why the patching is being done so that it eliminates any kind of miscommunication between the teachers and other eye doctors. So I hope this information was helpful to you, and please tune in next time when we bring you more educational information about vision. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshita, and thank you very much for listening.